0: From the Mercy One Studio. Man Up. Brought to you by Construction Professionals. A program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulis every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now it's time to Man Up.
1: Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting today from the Mercy One Studio, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. I am Joe Stonkules, and today I am joined by Mary Gilfoyle and Father John Ricardo from Acts 29 to discuss their call, their movement, to start a national day of prayer and fasting uh, on September 24th uh, of this year, start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, and be a protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits, who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the details uh, in the interview with them as far as uh, how this came about. But ahead of that, I want to read the proclamation that they put together. So Abraham Lincoln, in three separate occasions, uh, put together proclamations for days of fasting uh, for the country to turn back to God. And what Acts 29, what Father John and Mary have done, is compiled the three of them into one. There are some overlapping themes, but these are the proclamations from President Lincoln during the Civil War. So when you think about the, the civil unrest in a country, it was never worse than it was uh, in the 1860s. So inspired by the example of this is off their website, the example of Abraham Lincoln, who at the urging of both houses of Congress, three times called for the entire nation to fast and pray. All men and women of goodwill were invited on September 24th, 2020, to pray and fast for God's mercy on our land, in these tumultuous days for the healing and conversion of our hearts. And Acts 29 said they found no better words to express this intention of the day than those of President Lincoln. So all the rest of this I'm quoting is from President Lincoln. Whereas it is fit and becoming in all peoples at all times to acknowledge and revere the supreme government of God, to bow in humble submission to his chastisements, to confer and deplore their sins and transgressions in the full conviction, the fear of the Lord, is the beginning of wisdom, and to pray with all fervency and contrition for the pardon of their past offences, and for a blessing upon their present action, their present and prosperous action. In so much as we know that by His divine law, nations like individuals are subjected to punishments and chastisements in this world, may we not justly fear that in this time of unrest, which now desolates our land, may be but a punishment inflicted upon us for our presumptuous sins and for the needful end to our national reformation as a whole people. We have been recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have preserved in these many years, peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power as no nation has ever grown, but we have forgotten God. We've forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power, to confess our national sins, and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. And I do earnestly recommend to all people And Especially to all ministers and teachers of religion of all denominations and to the heads of the families to observe and keep that day According to their several creeds and modes of worship in all humility and with all religious solemnity To the end that the united prayer of the nation may ascend to the throne of grace and bring down plentiful plentiful blessings upon our country I further invite and request the heads of the executive departments of this government, together with all legislators and judges and magistrates and all other persons exercising authority in the land, whether civil, military, or naval, and all soldiers and seamen and Marines in the National Service to assemble in the preferred places of public worship on that day and there to render to the almighty and merciful ruler of the universe such homages and confessions to offer to him such supplications as the Congress of the United States have in their aforesaid resolution to solemnly, so earnestly, and so reverently recommend it, President Abraham Lincoln. We're going to head to a short break, and when we return Father John and Mary Guilfoyle from Acts 29, who are leading this charge to unite the country for a day of prayer and fasting, will be with us. So stick around, and we will be right back. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Suns Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Suns Naturescapes online at FiveSunsNaturescapes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio, in Christ is the Answer, with Father John Ricardo, is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers-to-go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. My
1: help comes you. You're right. welcome back to man up on iowa catholic radio i am joined today by mary guilfoyle and father john ricardo from acts 29 father john mary welcome to the show
2: hey joe it's nice to be with you today
1: good to be with you brother good to, and we're, we're on zoom so i can actually see you this is exciting as well this is very exciting uh so obviously our listeners are, are aware of the work you guys are doing and I, I prefaced it a bit uh in the first segment, but wanted to have you on again. I listened um to your I listened to your podcast. I'm a podcast junkie. Um and I listened to it, and you guys did this call for fasting, a day of fasting. My listeners know I get excited whenever there's a call for fasting, and we want to join you guys. So before we get too far into the Guess what you guys are doing with this. Give us a bit of a background on Acts 29, uh, what you're doing, and then we'll talk uh, kind of about going forward with the fasting. Yeah, so
3: so again, uh, especially for those who don't know us, so we're a, we're a small itinerant group of missionaries. That's how we describe ourselves, who have all been involved in parish ministry in a Catholic church for probably 20-plus years. I'm a priest of 23 years in Detroit. Mary was... Uh, been involved in parish ministry for at least that amount of time, even though she's younger. And um, I can say that, right? Right. (laughs) And um, so we're we're people who God has called out of parish ministry so as to help take care of parishes. That might be how I would say it. So people involved in the church tend to be engaged all day long, uh, playing the game of whack-a-mole and you're just putting out fire after fire after fire and... That was our lives in the parish, and God's pulled us out of that, and we have the luxury now to actually think and pray and talk and strategize on behalf of those who are still playing the game of whack-a-mole so as to try to help them.
1: And one of the things you guys have is a, is a basically a weekly podcast that you're putting together, and also uh, you're right now, obviously a book is coming out, so you're also releasing media, and that's what got me on this. So I, I heard your, your call for a day of fasting, and it got me very excited. Um, and we'll get into the details. I talked about the Abraham Lincoln Proclamation that you guys are basing this on, uh, and now your website has this. But four years ago, and some of my listeners may remember this, Father John, you, you delivered a sermon uh, and called the entire parish to fasting. And so then my radio show, some of our listeners, we joined you guys remotely uh, in Iowa. But how does fasting even work? And I get that question a lot. You know, what, why fast? How does it work? Can you give us a little, you know, maybe a theological background as to why we fast and how it works? Huh, I have no idea,
3: quite <laughs> honestly. I mean, I kind of jokingly say that, but I really don't. All I know is this. Uh, Jesus commands us to do it. He doesn't say, if you fast. He says, when you fast. And then there's that gospel passage, right, when Jesus heals the demoniac and the apostles are like, hey, we, we tried to do this and we we couldn't, couldn't get anything to work. And, and the Lord's response is, some kinds only come out through prayer and fasting.
2: Right. So it's like bringing out the big guns in your arsenal. Right. So, and it, and it would appear that we are in a mighty battle right now. And fasting is one of the weapons um, we need to uh, learn more about and recapture. It's a lost spiritual discipline, I think. Yeah. So, Father, um, you would
1: mentioned, mentioned Exodus 90 on your most recent podcast, which gets me excited as a four-time, as an alumni, I don't know what you call probably, it. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, but, no, I, I think you're right, Mary, that it's kind of being rediscovered. Uh, we lost a lot of it. And I think, guys, just go listen to their podcast. They cover a lot of this stuff in their podcast, but it had been lost. And I think we're starting to rediscover it here uh, in the church, which I think is really important because we, we need it, Mary, as you mentioned. And it brings me to, to again, four years ago, Father, you had this call in 2016 to uh, to bring everyone back to prayer and fasting because, as we knew at the time, it was an extremely contentious um, presidential race. and. You know, for me, one of the, I don't know, one of the craziest things was about a week at a, maybe it was now three weeks ago, whenever you guys recorded your podcast, I replayed that episode. Uh, I thought 2020 feels a lot like 2016, and I think we need some more prayer and fasting. So I replayed the episode from 2016, and lo and behold, a week later, apparently, Mary, you had been praying over <laughs> a, a similar type of thing.
2: Yeah, we had um, been preparing um praying with the scriptures for our next episode in our podcast. And so Father John had shared some, scrip- some scriptures for us to think about and to discuss and pray. And uh, unbeknownst to me, what was going on in Father John's heart, um, I had reached out to Nick, who you hear on podcast, mm-hmm. and Father, and just said, Hey, you, you know what? I just feel like, like God might be asking us to um, initiate a, a day of fast for the nation and to take the lead. And we didn't know if anyone else was doing that. Perhaps there were. We just weren't aware. But I felt like God was asking us to do something in a particular way. So I shot the text to Nick and uh, Father John. And I don't know how enthusiastic Father John was, but he'll share the rest of the story with you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, uh, I saw it, and I think I was, uh, because of what we had done in 2016, my, my gut response was, man, that was a heavy lift. It was an ongoing thing. It was a weekly fast you know, at that time. And uh, so when Mary sent it, I'm like, hey, thanks very much. Yeah, we'll look at that later. And um, but as usual, she's spot on. And I'm the one who's like trying to catch up with the spirit. So long way of getting to, you know, the Lincoln thing. What what intrigues me about what Lincoln called for and why I I love what Mary had uh, proposed for us to think about is he called the whole country to do it on just one day. And so Uh, That was really easy to get behind, and especially because we wanted to be so focused. You know, there's so much going on right now in the country. And so the focus is very specific. The focus is, let's get, you know, Catholics, evangelicals, uh, Jews, Muslims. I mean, all of us who have a tradition of fasting, right? Uh, Men and women of goodwill. Let's set aside a day to ask God for two things. Mercy. mercy on our country, and the conversion of our hearts, not the conversion of their hearts out there, you know, the people who are whatever, Um, our hearts, my heart, starting with me, and let's ask God to do what only God can do, because as I look at what's happening in the country, you know, we talk around here a lot about solving problems, and the key to problem solving is to identify the problem. And there are lots of problems in our country. But the root problem, the way I would describe it, is the heart. You know, every human heart. And only God can fix the heart. So politics are very important. Law is very important. Policies are very important. But they can't fix the heart. Only God can fix the heart. And that's what we most need right now, in my mind.
1: You know, when you you mentioned the, the juxtaposition of the 2016 call to action, which for those who don't remember was every single Wednesday, no eating at all until dinner time when you break it with the fast, uh, you break the fast with the Eucharist uh, mass. And so that was, I mean, I was hungry. Uh, I mean, every Wednesday I like to eat. I was very hungry. Um, And so to your point, not everyone can sign up for that. Not everyone can sign up for Exodus 90. It's, It's just physically too much. But we're talking about one day, one day uh, and, again, this isn't just Father John's idea to come up. You know, this isn't something that Mary and Father John came up with. This is the Senate and the Congress and Abraham Lincoln came up with. This has happened uh, in the 1860s, and it happened multiple times, uh, and for good reason. And so what your vision is then, and this is where I want to see how we can help out. Your vision today is to, on the date, which I believe is the 27th, the 24th, or 24th. 24th of September, last Thursday of the month, Um, to have as many people of goodwill, as many people as as possible, to do it for this one day. All right. What does it look like as an individual person? What is that going to look like to me? And then secondly, how are we getting the word out?
3: Yeah, so I'll talk about what it looks like. Maybe Americans talk about how to get the word out. So it looks like, um, at least for those who are Catholic, I, I might describe it as something between a Sunday and a Good Friday, meaning Find some way to just make this day have a very specific tone, even mentally. So Sunday means what? It's going to be a day set aside. Um, I'm not going to buy anything that I don't need to. I'm not going to shop. I'm, I'm going to treat it like a sacred day. And Good Friday, because it's got a very particular tone to it, a reverential tone, uh, a, um, a, a tone of sorrow. You know, that we're going before the Lord with great confidence because we know his love. We know what he's done for us in Jesus. But we're really asking for a spirit of transformation, repentance, renewal, um, conversion in our country. So you get up. uh, Actually, I'd say before you go to bed the night before, you just call to mind, hey, tomorrow's a different day. Uh, Lord, I want you to just help me to stay fixed and attentive on what it is I'm doing throughout the day and why I'm not eating. For those of us who can't eat. And then you just drink liquids until dinner. So forego eating until you get to dinner. And for those of us who can, you know, maybe find a way to get to church, um, you know, respecting social distancing and all we need to do. Uh, pray in front of the Eucharist. Um, if you're a priest listening, you know, maybe set aside that day, do exposition in your church or somewhere outside maybe. Maybe do something special at particularly I'm thinking the 3 o'clock hour. I mean. In, in my mind, I'm just picturing what would it be like if we could feel all around the country, everybody's knees collectively hit the ground at one particular time, asking God to do this, uh, to, to show mercy to our land and to bring conversion to our hearts. I think that's kind of what the day looks like for me.
1: So I'm obviously on board. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. How do we get other people plugged in?
2: Yeah, so if you visit our our, our um, website, ACTSXXIX.org, we have a dedicated landing page to the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. There's a banner at the top, and if you click on that banner, we're going to have some digital assets that are available for any apostolate, any parish, any family, any organization that wants to spread the word. So email banners, social banners, flyers, bulletin articles, those kinds of things. And so we're in the process of getting a lot of that um a lot of that uh good stuff uploaded this week. So again it's Yeah,
3: And it's totally so, grassroots, right?
2: I mean yeah. spread the
3: word, tell your tell your pastor, tell your bishop, write your congressman or woman, you know? Like as you mentioned Joe, like ev- this was done at the urging of both houses of Congress once upon a time.
1: W- why not now? Uh-huh and that that's what's so you know inspiring to me and you know i i look i'm uh i love u.s history i'm becoming more and more into u.s history and so when you when you read that stuff in 2016 from washington and adams and, and lincoln you know it gets me all all fired up and I, I think that's what we need to return to how do we get president trump likes to, to tweet a lot how do we get him to tweet this thing out have we thought about a good strategy to do that yet so um, it's a great question. Um,
3: so the, the strategy is if I can get him and Pelosi both to do it, it would be key. There we go. Sim- simply because I, 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 we really do want this to be uh, apolitical, right? Yeah. We want it on both sides of the aisles or bipolitical, political however yeah. you might say that.
2: Uh-huh. And it's really, Joe, it's about the restoration of a nation. I mean, this is a land that has been blessed by God. Um you know this isn't a fast uh, geared around an election um, for a nation that needs to get her bearings again to get back on her feet um, we need to get on our knees first and um, we've we've had conversations with some partners and some great friends across the country who are getting the word out to the USCCB and a lot of other apostolates are partnering with um, a lot of um, evangelical leaders uh, so you know just trying to press into partnerships, those men and women who love our country. At the end of the day, this is our country. If you could and, get and God, if,
1: say if you if you could get Trump and Pelosi and Biden all to to be on board, that would be. I mean, and, and heck, two of them are Catholic. Uh, I feel like we should be able to pull this in together. But again, in the spirit of the fact that this was a joint resolution, this was both houses or both the House and the Senate uh, in this in the eighteen sixties that pulled this together. Uh, so, I love it. I think there's momentum. I think we can do it. Uh, obviously, everyone listening, A, sign up, mark your calendar, and then B, spread the word as, as much as, as humanly possible, I think would be kind of the, the marching orders uh, for everyone uh, everyone listening. Other thoughts on, on this day? Uh, other, other thoughts on ways we can make it that much, you know, that that's special? Obviously, I love the idea of getting non-Catholics involved, too. I mean, you mentioned that multiple times. Um. There's other thoughts on, on how we can make this a, a very big day. I, I mean, I, I, we're not in the middle of a civil war, but it's starting to feel like it. And so that's why I feel like this is the right time for it.
3: Yeah. I think, you know, families can find ways to set aside time during the day. You know, whether you got young children, or you got, you know, uh, kids in high school or junior high, I mean, it's a great time to do all sorts of things. As you mentioned, your love for history to learn more about the history of our country and, and at the same time, to realize that the mission of our country is still yet to be fulfilled. We have these extraordinary words about, uh, you know, inalienable rights and um, created equal. And yet we still have a long way to go before that's, uh, in fact, a reality, not just words on a page. So families can do things. Uh, individuals can do things. Uh, men, you know, like, I think it's 20 percent of atheists pray. Hey, just like, a <laughs> This is a great thing for one of those people who's like, I'm not sure if there's a God, but if there is, I might just talk to him right now. Well, this is worth asking his help on. You
1: know, I, I had two uh, two quotes that came to mind for me. And again, the reason I think that you, when your call for this is very, it's it's apolitical, right? It's just in the United, we just want the United States to, to, to thrive. And John Adams famously said, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate. Uh, for the government of any other. I think that's what we're losing, right? We're losing, as polls would bear out, we're losing the, uh, the morals and the religious fervor of the people. And then John Jay uh, said one of the most effective, effectual means of securing the continuance of our civil and religious liberties is always to remember with reverence and gratitude the source from which they flow. Yeah. And I, I think we're losing it. And I think that's why I'm so excited about this day of prayer. If we can reunite the country, to your point, not just Catholics, not just Christians in general, but everybody, um, it would go a long way uh, in doing that. So, Father John, Mary, thank you guys so much for for putting this together. Uh, I'm on your team. Hopefully we can get all of our listeners and the whole country uh, involved. I love it, and I'm excited about it. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for spreading the word, brother. God bless. We'll be in touch. Stick around, and we will be back after a short break.
2: What is the best gift ever? Thank you
1: to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner.
3: And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders.
1: You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. My help comes from you. You're right Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. My thanks again to Father John and Mary from Acts 29. Let's do this. Let's do this. Everyone, mark your calendar for the last Thursday in September. It is the 24th of September. Mark your calendars right now, and let's spread the word. Spread the word to your family and friends. Do it on social media. Contact your pastor. Contact your bishop. Contact your congresspeople. Whomever it is, whoever can get the word spread. I truly believe this is this is what we're called to do. Uh, that's one of the reasons I've gotten so excited. I got excited in 2016 about it, and I'm getting excited about it again now. We as a country need to turn back to God, uh, and it's not. I, I don't know how we can reconcile it any other way. Um, the founding fathers all knew it. And one of the things I think is so interesting with the founding fathers is that. You know, between Benjamin Franklin and, and Thomas Jefferson, those guys weren't even. You know, they were like deists. They they were somewhat Christian. They they believed in the tenets of Christianity, but they didn't profess uh, a, necessarily a Protestant bent or obviously not a Catholic bent. Um, but they be, they understood the importance of it. They understood the importance of religion, uh, and that's why they continued to. They were men of prayer. They were men. Uh, but even the two. Those are two of the most notable non-practicing religious people. Um, they still understood the importance of it. How important is it for us today? I've heard all these parallels today of saying this is the most divisive the country's ever been. Uh, then I, you know, you think of the 1960s and you go back to the Civil War. Obviously in the Civil War, we literally lost 600,000 people over the divisiveness of the country, so I don't think we're there yet, but man, we're getting close. And what did Abraham Lincoln, what did both uh, the House and the Senate call to do in the 19, in the 1860s when this was going on? Are they called to return to God, to return to prayer. Let's do it. Let's join Father John, Mary, Acts 29. Let's spread the word to everyone we can. Uh, September 24th. Go to their website. Again, it's acts, X-X-X-I-X.org. Get all the information you need there. And let's let's really launch this thing. The, 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 the country obviously needs prayers, uh, and there's no better time to do it. So thank you again for joining me today on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulus. It's
0: time to man up. Man Up! Inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulis. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.